Welcome to the new and improved Bitsocket. <laughs> <laughs> that was Joe playing the the opening the opening theme on Hannah's copy of the Teddy Bear Friends Piano Playtime book. Beautiful. It has seven easy to play nursery rhymes. I can only play the Grand Old Duke of York because it's very repetitive. You know, um, my wife is American. Mm-hmm. Uh, she Grand Old Duke of York has a different tune there. Really? So when she thinks when she sings Grand Old Duke of York to Jamie. Mm-hmm. It's a different tune. What's the tune like? Well, I forget what it is now, but because I want to know. Oh, the grand old Duke, Duke of York. York. He, he had 10,000 man. Eh, man. man. <laughs> 10,000 yeah, 10, man. man. Anyway, 10,000 man. Let's get yeah. on with the show. Well, hello, my name is uh, New and Improved Scott White. And my name is Same Old, Same Old Joe Merrick. <laughs> so this is the beginning of our... A new era. A new era. A, a new way for us to still create regular content mm. without knocking our dishes in. Yeah. Because... We'll be honest, like, it's something that I think I think it's bothered us both to different degrees. Like, we've never been as regular as we once were. Well, yeah. speaking for myself, I'm very regular. Well, three times a day for me sometimes. Well, that's what I try to be. Jeez, that's quite a lot. <laughs> no wonder you don't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to bring that guy back. He's constantly in the toilet. <laughs> um, no, we, we decided we can't really be asked with embargoes and regular weekly or daily updates mm-hmm. all that kind of shit not with users it's, it's not the life that we want well we used to do things weekly well, and all I that kind of I, I remember going back and I'm sure for about almost a year and a half yeah. we made on average a, week, a video a week yeah we're not really up but we're not really up for the churn we're mm. all about quality rather than quantity um, so now every month you're going to be getting a bit socket well I, want, I like calling it a kind of magazine kind of thing mm-hmm. A zine? Yeah. Is it a zine or a zine? You know how folk do like their own wee ones? Is it a zine? Is it a zine? I don't know. I've never actually known. But the idea is, every month you're going to get uh, some videos, some articles, a podcast, and a bonus exclusive podcast for you Patreons. That's uh, right. Every single month, including, also we'll regularly do wee streams and stuff as they come as well. And mm-hmm. collect that all in the, in the in the monthly zine. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll still be able to enjoy everything separately. Yeah. Everything will be on our website. Yeah, of course. Um, but... It's it's been a big deal for us, I think, just thinking right. How do we want to c- continue doing Bitsocket? Because we love making it. Yep. Um, and we've never it's never felt like an obligation, but I think more than anything is we love making it. And it's I, I mean I I genuinely do feel the times when we're not making as much stuff, I feel a wee bit like kind of lethargic. You miss I, me? I miss it. Well, yeah. I, well, I miss Bitsocket. I don't really. <laughs> You're obliged to do it with me. Um, but, I own the name. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I can't mean a dream. You're on. <laughs> anyway, should we go on with taking the win again? <laughs> anyway, should we uh, get on with the but show? But you can find out. Well, uh, one time yeah, you can right, find okay. out more about our Patreon, which um, we'll have launched by the time this podcast comes out. Yeah. Um, and how to how to uh, help support us to make a better show, and you'll get your bonus podcast. Yeah. As well. So you just uh, find find our Patreon on Twitter and Facebook. There'll and be a that. link on um, the app. Yeah. There'll be a link on our. Bits of, ah, links everywhere. We'll get it all sorted. Don't anyway, worry. let's Don't kick worry. off the show in, the, in grand style. Right, Joe, what games have you been playing? Well, two nights ago, I finally mm-hmm. got to the end of the Kazuma Kiryu storyline. I thought you were going to say Final Fantasy XV. No. Like, <laughs> it's, it's still only part one, isn't it? Uh, no, well, <laughs> so I finished Kiryu 6. Mm-hmm. I finished the story of Kazuma Kiryu. Yep. And um, I don't know what to do now. With my life, it's, it's like that's like ten years of my life now. Wait for Kiwami too. In fact, more than that, it was two thousand and six. I first started playing Yakuza, mm-hmm. yep. and now in the year twenty eighteen, the story's over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But although it's about to begin anew with uh, Shin Yakuza, I know. I'm really, I'm, I'm hoping we get a wee yeah. announcement because you, what's your theory about it? It's going to be a. I think it's going to be a world release. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a world release um, at the same time. 
mm-hmm. twelve years of my life with Kaz Makiria and it's over. I won't go into any details because I don't want to spoil anything for anyone that's not played it. But yeah, I just it's a great ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the last boss. There's been a, there's a lot of complaints over who the last boss was, and I can kind of see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. But I've got to admit that for the first time in, in the Yakuza series, mm-hmm. I felt that the last couple of chapters, well, the last chapter, the last few bosses, I felt like Kazuma Kiryu was in real trouble. Yeah, like, real, real trouble. Yeah, I don't think there's any spoilers yeah. to say because a, a lot of the theme of the game mm. is about a bit like I'm going to reference it. The, some of the new James Bond movies. Mm. It's kind of about how Kazuma is much older now yeah, than the yeah. people he's up against. So like, like some of the people, and I don't want to really talk about any of the scenarios because yeah. a lot of them are kind of spoilery. But there is definitely a feeling of like Kazuma's still strong, he's still powerful, but he is mm. getting older. It is getting harder for him to yeah. fight in some cases, and like I think the game begins to reflect that a bit more. Yeah. Um, but towards towards the end of the game, though, I felt mm. like. Uh, the references weren't so much like sort of melodramatic Yakuza epics, mm-hmm. but I think there was a lot more in common with things like Old Boy. Yeah. Like really violent Korean like mm-hmm. cinema like that. Well, I was saying there's, like, a, there's a boss fight near the end yeah. very much like <laughs> a, um, a, sweet a, a Better Sweet yeah, Life. Yeah, we won't um, spoil it because it's the best boss fight in, from my, in my opinion, it's my favourite boss fight in the series now. It's really good. It's so good. Um, I think the whole game is, yeah. is beautifully put together. Yeah. Um, I don't think... I don't know because when I read people's like criticisms of it like maybe mm. there's they feel there's not as much content as previous games and I think following after Yakuza 0 which was such a massive yeah. shake up for so many people like not just the, the, the two playable characters but also like the hostess management and mm. there's so many elements to that game and I totally respect it but I think this has delivered a game that has a proper emotional punch yep. um, literally <laughs> um, <laughs> And like even compared to against some of the, the my favourite Yakuza games, the story's quite easy to follow. Yeah, so really like, that's maybe the biggest problem. I was gonna say it's quite Yakuza a by a realistic story, but well, there's one well. plot twist <laughs> yeah. one plot reveal in particular yeah, which yeah. is but no, it's daft but it's I love ground, it. <laughs> it's grounded in a reality. Yeah, yeah. But like I mean if you sit down and be like, Right, explain to me the plot of Yakuza five and you'd be like, Oh, Aye, man, there's it's too fucking, many twists in Yakuza. Too many twists, too many characters. Yeah. Um yeah, it's I mean, you don't need us to say we've 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 talked ad nauseum yeah. about the whole series, but one, one last thing I will amazing. say: one of my favourite moments in the game, and it's, mm-hmm. it's not really so much of a spoiler. But there's a bit with a, involving a helicopter, right? Mm-hmm. And afterwards, you're running about, and Kazuma goes, "What is it with these helicopters? Why <laughs> yeah. is there always helicopters? <laughs> it's really funny." <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, so it's yeah, such a good game. <laughs> and what you've been playing? Me? Well, I've been playing. Well, as Joe came in and oh, start recording our, yeah. for our day of content, yeah. um, I was playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. So I'm about four, four or five hours into it. Any good? I, do you know I'm really enjoying it? Like. I, I think I went into not with like I didn't come into it with low expectations, but I was just coming into thinking, no, nah, if I enjoy this, this will be great fun. Mm. And so far, it's quite good. I think the combat's pretty satisfying. I like the story so far. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty pretty good. It reminds me a lot of The Witcher. It's not right. as deep as The Witcher, but it's just how the the, the world feels kind of quite open and quite dangerous. Mm. So like. It's, it's an open world game but you can't just go from A to B without paying attention you've got uh, to kind of yeah, yeah. be aware of the fact that any of these big robots could appear well, at any time and just take you out a little bit like early Breath of the Wild mm, yeah definitely a lot like that like you, you, can't, you have to be aware of your surroundings whereas yeah, like yeah. when you play like say you play Ocarina of Time for the first time you're just wandering across like uh, Hyrule Field unless it's night time you're kind of 
fine. Yeah. For the most, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You can kind of, it's yeah, not like you can take yeah. your eyes off the screen, but you're not like in any great danger until it becomes night time and yeah. then you're like, oh, right, yeah. I need to be a bit edgy. Yeah. Um, yeah, enjoying it so far. I mean, I, I'm aware that I'm, what, at least, mm. is that a year out of date? Two years out of date? Who cares? That's the point. That's the point. That's, That's what I'm saying. We're not, we're not um, trying to go today. It I talked about edgy. <laughs> right. Uh, what else have you been playing? Uh, oh, right, fuck. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I was looking at my list of games there and I've been like, the fuck's he talking about? Um, Ace Attorney, I've, yes. I've returned, finally returned back to Ace Attorney 2. I'm so happy because... I've, is it Trials and Tribulations or the second one? Uh, it's either Justice for All or Trials and Tribulations. I'll, I keep on getting the second two mixed yeah, up. Yeah, whatever. But, one of those two. Finally yeah. back into um, Ace Attorney because I found my 3DS. I hadn't, hey. like, found, I hadn't like turned it on in ages. Um, blow the cobwebs off it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I thought, well, what am I going to play? What am I going to play? And I thought, well, you know what? I've still got this Ace Attorney trilogy that's been mm. sitting there for fucking ages. So I thought, right... Get it banged on, and it's it's very comforting. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like it's the Ace Attorney games just feel like a big. I don't know. I just sit back and just enjoy them. I read them. I, I find them funny, and I get really into them as well. Like as soon as I th- I think right, I know I'm winning a case. Such an amazing elation, and then the game will always remove that elation almost immediately <laughs> by like the prosecutor just yeah. nodding their head, yeah. being like, "Yeah, that's what I thought I wanted you to say." <laughs> yeah, no, I'm happy you're doing it because uh, I remember when I went through the, the entire trilogy mm-hmm. and then Apollo Justice all in a sort of the space of like a couple of months. Yeah. In fact, I played, I played the Miles Edgeworth game as well. Mm-hmm. And I just, I absolutely loved the full series. It's yeah. one of my favourite series of games. But the, the, the first, the, 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 the trilogy, the kind of core trilogy at the start of it is the best part of the, mm-hmm. the whole series for me. Yeah. So, yeah, no, worth finishing. Definitely worth finishing. Well, that's good. Let us know and how you get on. I will do. And, uh, other game, well, I, I turned Celeste on for the first time in ages last night. Oh, have you night. not finished that yet? No, I'm still I in the wind bit. Finished that a few weeks ago. Still in the wind bit. It's good. I'm nearly finished the wind bit, though. Really, I've really got a feeling I'm nearly finished I've it. I've only got a couple. I was getting quite frustrated. <laughs> oh, the wind bit. That's the worst bit in the game. It gets much better after oh, that. That's good. Um, although, I'm not a fan of the writing in it. It's, it's a bit, I don't know. It's a bit annoying, but the game itself is really, really okay. good. Yeah, and there's some great, really great stuff coming up soon mm-hmm. after the win. But you're in, you're in the sort of nadir of shit platforming right oh, now. Right, but it's okay. gonna, you're gonna be go up to the mountain, the actual mountain, the actual gonna, mountain, the actual climb mountain. the mountain of platforming beauty. Yeah, and lastly, part time UFO, which is uh, on, you told me about this. Uh, it's on iOS. I don't know if it's on Android as well. I don't. I need to give us. Give us I, I was actually going to say I don't care, but <laughs> ultimately, we don't. Not we, having an Android device, no. I, I'm not that bothered. Yeah. Um, it's by um, Hal. You know, um, Hal, is it Hal, Hal Laboratories? Hal, uh, whatever. You know, Hal, yeah, nah, yeah. Hal the big robot, Hal, fucking yeah, yeah. Um, of Nintendo fame, and it's yeah. really, really fucking good. You go like a little UFO, and but, that but, is it's, implied, a, but it's also a UFO game, right? As well, like a, a UFO catcher. catcher yeah. So every level, it'll be like right. Can you pick up my cows and my oranges? <laughs> so like you've got to go pick up the, the oranges and stick them in a truck. But you get extra points and extra medals for like say picking up a basket first, putting the basket mm. down, and then putting the oranges in the basket, and then putting the cows the right way up and shit like that. <laughs> it's but every level has different wee things. So sometimes yeah. it'll be like, right, oh I've knocked over this big statue, can you rebuild it? Or you're building a big device for a scientist. And yeah, you get extra medals depending on like, do you build it exactly the right way? Do you find any extra hidden items to stick on? It's really, it's, it's like three ninety nine, and that's you. Uh, it's like you a one off. Uh, and I appreciate that. It's good, really good. Good price for a good game. I don't mind paying I think, a good price yeah, for a good game. Like, I, I've got nothing against like if someone says right, 
you can play the first couple of levels for free and then if you want more you have to pay for it that's fine as well if that's yeah. the whole thing yeah. I think the only thing that bothers me is like these games like that. apparently that new Harry Potter game is really fucking bad I've heard like, about this there's yeah. a bit for the kid that's actually on the brink of death and you have yeah. to either pay or wait to save them I, I, I just <laughs> don't like, what I just don't I, I, there's nothing wrong with paying to support the things you enjoy like our yeah. Patreon <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think if that's the only way yeah. to um, interact with it or play it I think that's bullshit. It'd be mm. like, imagine you were playing Ridge Racer and then the game was like, and then the car like slowed down, that, slowed down, and it was like, oh, if you want more petrol, you need to pay that's more That's a Ridge money. Racer for the iPhone. No, you didn't have to pay money for petrol. No, you had you? to pay money. You had to either pay money or wait till your car is ready to race. Aye, but it wasn't in mid-race. Though. I know. <laughs> imagine you were mid-race and it was like, yeah. and you had to like put more coins in the meter to get your car moving. That'd be hilarious. Like my car. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, get some pills, steam uh, the fluid film. Oh, don't, the even, don't even talk to me about need, that. Need a new alternator. Oh, I don't even talk to me. <laughs> right, anyway. Um, so, on with the show. Now, me and Joe, or Joe and I, I should say, were at a wedding at the weekend. We were. Um, I was just there for the reception. Joe was there for the whole day. Mm-hmm. Playing the piano. Um, in fact, we mentioned. In Playing fact, the we piano. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine walking that down was the close to the third game. What was the song you played while uh, Lindsay walked down the aisle again? It was Imagine. Can you play it? Uh... That sounds like an ambulance. Oh no, the, 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 oh. Key, the keyboard's not long enough. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's the keyboard's fault. There we go, beautiful. Uh, br- bring a tear to a glass eye. Um, so while we were <laughs> while we were at the <laughs> the wedding reception, um, we were sitting outside because it was quite warm where we were, and we we're talking about the fireworks in Kilmarnock. Mm. And Joe and Joe said, "Well, you know, there was no fireworks last year," and I said. That's right, it's probably due to budgetary concerns. <laughs> <laughs> so that gave birth to... And I said to Joe, I'm going to have to come up with a feature now called Budgetary, budgetary concerns. concerns. So welcome to Budgetary, budgetary Concerns. concerns. <laughs> um, essentially, it's the price is right for video game development costs. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. It's interesting, actually. So, this is the side of video game development we don't talk about much. And probably we'll never talk about it again. <laughs> we'll keep it short, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Joe, we're going to start with everyone's favourite PC benchmark, mm. Crisis 3. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the way this game's going to work is you've got to tell me, is the, the game after Crisis 3 higher or lower? Of course, I'll tell you how much Crisis 3 right, costs okay, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but would you like to just wager a guess as to Crisis. how much? So this is just development costs. We're not talking about marketing. We're not talking about the whole thing. Just just development. And I should I should tell you, this is according to Wikipedia, <laughs> so okay. do not... Um, uh, I'm going to say $30 million. Oh, fuck. Try $66 million. $66 million. Remember, it's Crisis 3, Joe. Right, okay. It's the PC benchmark. Right, okay. $66 million. Okay. Right, is it even on that. Mac? Can you put it in Mac, Crisis 3? <laughs> must. You must be available. But then who's clamouring for it? <laughs> I've never played a Crisis game. Never have I. Did even if start? ever do, it really would be. I think they don't make them anymore because no one's talked about a Crisis game. Nah, Crisis Three kind of flopped. I think. Did it? Yeah. PC benchmark Crisis. Yeah, no, no. Um, the plants look nice. Nice, yeah, nice, nice foliage. I looked out my window right, there. Okay, what's next? Okay, so Joe, higher or lower than Crisis Three, Gran Turismo Five? Oh, higher. higher. That went way above budget. Higher. How much higher do you think? <sighs> just and, and like just like I, I think I think Gran Turismo Five was a proper eighty million. Cool. 
Okay. Dollar monster. Okay. Gran Turismo Five cost sixty million. Oh really? Gran Turismo Five was six million dollars cheaper than ah, Crisis Three. That's interesting because that, that went way over, way way over. Oh, who knows what they wanted to pay for it? Yeah. So Joe, Gran Turismo Five sixty million, then Max Payne Three. What are we talking? Max uh, Payne Three. Max Payne Three is going to be lower. Okay. Yeah. How, how much would you say Max Payne Three is roughly? <sighs> Forty million. Forty million. One hundred and five million. One hundred and five million dollars. Max Payne three. Really? Max Payne three. Holy shit! Was it? Was a level setting up down the drain? The stadium. <laughs> they must have paid a lot of money for that. I don't know. Was, was Max Payne three just like a <laughs> fairly linear? I don't get it that. Still costs money. I know. I'd look and again right, okay, before anyone fine, writes in to complain. Fine. This is from Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So for Max Payne three hundred five million dollars. Yeah. We go to Metal Gear Solid five. <laughs> the game that killed Hideo mm, Kojima. It's an interesting one. This because I think mm-hmm. it could have been higher, but I think mm-hmm. Konami sort of nipped it in the bud. Mm-hmm. Sensibly so, in my opinion. <laughs> um, no, fuck it. I, I, I'd have happily, I, like, I mean, obviously, I'm not in judge of the budget because uh, I have a concern about it. Uh, but personally, I'd be like, yeah, just take whatever money you need to make the game you need to make. I'm going to say lower. Lower. I think Metal Gear Solid Five was lower. I think Konami went. This is getting. I think they stopped at 100 million. Just. Okay. All right. So Metal Gear Solid Five was. 80 million dollars right, so it is low though yeah, yeah. so you are right yeah. um, but they're they're recouping those losses through uh, Survive, Survive. Yeah. this is already what a tenner and all those FOB missions eh all, those, oh. all the folk using their online connection to do FOB missions did you hear that like there was a glitch and you know there was the um, if everyone got rid of the, the nukes nuclear, yeah, and there was yeah. a glitch and apparently everyone got to see the cutscene yeah. they were like oh we don't know why that happened and folk yeah. were like well was anyone still Clamouring for it because I think I'm sure it'd been mined out of one of the versions anyway. Yeah, I think it had been at that point. I think it's it's not just everyone standing about saloon. Oh, it's rubbish. Everyone's rubbish at the end of that game. <laughs> um, have you watched the video about what was meant to happen at this the end? Died, oh, with liquid and all that. So good. Sorry, not like Eli. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, right. So for Metal Gear Solid Five, the first one you've got right, eighty million dollars. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. Now these are the big games. These are the. Nah, I think Modern Warfare 2 was I think mm-hmm. as part of the sort of activism machine I think they've got it pretty down yeah. pat as far as like so say just ten, getting things done churn them out 40 ten million pound, lower. 10, ten <laughs> pounds lower uh, it is lower it was 50 million okay. but yeah. it was lower that's yeah. right uh, so from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 we go to The Witcher 3 <laughs> everyone's favourite game I think The Witcher 3 it's a fair, they're a fairly small Company CD Projekt Red compared to got, some of the I others. Think bigger now, but yeah, they are huge now. That's mm-hmm. the thing. So I think yeah, Witcher Three was quite high. I think high, definitely higher, definitely higher, definitely higher. Yeah. It was four million dollars cheaper. Really, it was forty six million dollars okay. well, for Witcher go. Three. Yeah. Again, I'm not sure if that includes any of the DLC stuff because again, yeah. this is from Wikipedia. So, <laughs> so you've got um, two right so far. Last one, Joe. Last right. one. Um, and I think I only included this because I was like, "Fuck, why is that on there?" <laughs> um, last one. Enter the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> How much did Enter the Matrix cost oh, to I think they've probably embezzled twins from the sequels in there. But, uh... So remember, Witcher 3, 46 million. Nah, I think yeah. Enter the Matrix is higher. How much? I think it's embarrassingly higher. I think I'm, I'm going to say 70 million. 70 million. It was lower, 20 million really? dollars for Enter the Matrix. I'm way off. Because remember, yes, Enter... just, I have no idea when it comes to giant budget. What's thing. amazing is to think about Remember when Enter the Matrix was the, the, the bit that was meant to fill in the gap between yeah. Matrix 1 and 2? Aye. What a fucking liability. What an amazing I know, idea. But it though. turned out the only actual gap was how did they explode that nuclear power station? That was it. <laughs> Let's find out. Let's put the game. Yeah, it was. 
there's something about the Matrix that we'll never see again in that they really were they, like you know when people now talk about right we're going to make a complete media landscape for this game yeah, yeah. like you remember with um, or film you remember with like DSX they brought out DSX um, the was it what, what was the first new one Human Human Revolution was it Human Revolution or Human yeah there was Mankind yeah. Divine the Mankind well that was the divided, second one wasn't Mankind and Human Revolution was the first one yeah and like they were like right we're gonna there's gonna be books there's gonna be fucking yeah, everything yeah. and then the second game came out and they were like there's gonna be nothing yeah. <laughs> well the Matrix really was like right fuck it no well, you've got your film and then you're gonna get your game yeah. it's gonna fill in the gap then you've got the Animatrix then you're gonna get like, well, you know what game three? did that recently? Quite well, in my opinion, is Final Fantasy Fifteen. Oh, no, it's not seriously. <laughs> what? With King's Glaive? Well, no. Sorry, let me say that again. King's Glaive. No, what I mean is, you know, you've got the the movie, right? <laughs> right. Okay. The game, successful movie. Well, no, the movie's not terrible. I mean, it's pretty bad, but it's not. It does. Are you about to say the anime was good? The anime's great. Like really Calm good. Calm down. No, it's really. It's like two good episodes. No, it's really really good. Um... And then there's the game, and there's other little games as well, which sort of fill in other little gaps in it. No, I think it's quite successful. Who who got to you, Joe? How much money Square Enix put it's into true, his Patreon? I think it's true. Anyway. <laughs> right, so I think that was... I think, looking at that, I think you got two... <laughs> I'm trying to play... Am I going to have to take that off you? Oh, well done. <laughs> well done. We got there. <laughs> we did. Taking that off. <laughs> Scott, we've launched a Patreon, which you'd probably think would try and sort of broaden the audience a little bit, get more international. Right. And I thought, well, we'll give people a taste of what life is like in Scotland. Okay. Right. Now, as you know, television in Scotland can sometimes be a bit different from what, what the rest of the nation gets. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, when children in need or... Red Nose Days on the telly. Every so often they'll say, and now let's find out what's happening in Scotland. And mm-hmm. we'll be stuck with Jackie Bird and other Scottish presenters yeah. and other Scottish celebrities in our regional programming. Okay. The same is true of video games, folks. You might not know this, but games are changed for Scotland. <laughs> regional. We get regional Scottish games, so we're going to play mm-hmm. a feature called Regional Games. <laughs> right? Um, because I'm, I'm enjoying the, the, the naming conventions we have right now. A lot of storylines in video games are changed for the Scottish region, mm-hmm. just to make things a bit more palatable for us. Yeah, you know what it's like. BBC Scotland are like, ah, then it needs to be a bit more working class, a bit more kind of thing for you yeah. know, like, a bit more relatable for all our folk from uh, Kilmarnock to Aberdeen, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read out some uh, storylines, some plot synopses for the beginnings of video games um, that have been changed for our local. Uh, local um, tastes Okay Obviously you'll know these Because you'll have played them Obviously Locally <laughs> But you've got to tell me What the international version Of these games originally oh, was Oh right, right okay. okay So first one Mikey McManus An Arcadian Arrives in Glasgow Aboard a CityLink bus The Platybus To reunite with his cousin Alfie To pursue the Scottish dream And to search for the man Who betrayed his team In a game of shinty Fifteen years prior Upon arrival however Mikey discovers that Alfie's tales of riches and luxury were lies, concealing struggles with gambling debts at Paddy Power, and that Alfie lives in a dirty flat in Neilston rather than a mansion in Newton Mearns. What was the international version of that game? Of course it was Grand Theft Auto 4. <laughs> You're right, it was. <laughs> You're right, it was. <laughs> right, okay. Number two. The game follows the story of Ali Coulter from the Onfank Young Team. <laughs> whose life changes when his pal's dad attempts to run over Ali's childhood friend in his Fiat Punto. 
when his pal's dad's Fiat Punto is keyed all down the side by Ali's best friend and fellow OYT member, Kieran. Ali accepts, <laughs> Kieran. Ali accepts blame for the damage and is grounded for 10 days. During his incarceration, Ali is expelled from the OYT. After his release, he learns that a full 20 quid was been stolen from the OIT stash behind the co-op bins and that the entire Ayrshire underworld is now searching for the lost £20. <laughs> what, was the, a, what was the original? That, well, uh, Yakuza or Yakuza Kiwami. <laughs> yes, Yakuza. <laughs> okay. Two out of two so far. Oh, wow. Number three. The game tells the story of Jerry from Rutherglen, <laughs> a joiner. A specially trained human with special powers <laughs> trained to do any household or DIY task with great ease and at a fair price. The Joiner contains three different uh, contains three different paths which affect the game storyline. These paths are alliance with the in-shop merchants, a guerrilla feeding fighting group of working class and other non-humans from the local indoor markets, alliance with the Masonic Lodge, whose knights protect the halls that are host to birthday parties and retirement parties around the land, or alliance with neither group to maintain Joiner neutrality. Which game is that? Is it Fallout 4? No. Alright. So, the regional version's called The Joiner. The Joiner? But the original's called The Witcher. Alright! <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I went wrong. I thought okay. you were going to get them all here. Okay, number four. A series of bizarre murders have occurred on the outskirts of Irvine, with signs of cannibalism on the victims' remains. The Strathclyde Police Department's Special Tactics and Untrolled Under Normal Extremes Rescue Service, or Stoners, are assigned to investigate the murders. Stoners is divided into two teams, Alpha and Bravo. Bravo team is sent in first, but after contact with them is lost, Alpha team is sent in to investigate their disappearance. Resident Evil? You're right. <laughs> Stoners. Stoners was originally stars. <laughs> I just started a U and N and an E. Right. I did good. Three out of four so far. Okay. Last one. The primary story deals with the aftermath of the local bruiser, the big man's binge drinking spree that wiped out all the lampposts and other light sources from the streets of Postle Park. The big man, who appears to be chronically dissatisfied with his son's weedy arms, charges the wee man to go to the dump with a big bin and collect enough <laughs> chunk and scrap metal for him to repair the lampposts. The wee man is successful and Postle Park is returned to normal. It's Katamari Damascus. You're right! <laughs> <laughs> the wee man. <laughs> It's big pin. It's big pin. <laughs> so that's that's the game. That's, that's the games that we play in Scotland, yeah. folks. Count yourself lucky. <laughs> Is it canon, Joe? Mm. It's a feature that we do seemingly re- reluctantly, even though <laughs> no one forces us to do it no. apart from each other. Um, now this time around, I decided to tie um, canon to our question. For this podcast, our question being about E3 predictions, right, and we'll okay. also have an E3 predictions video right. uh, coming up. Uh, now, so I thought, you know what? Let's find out more about E3. Now, Joe, you've been to E3. I have been to so E3. So this is E3, is it canon? Hey, so surely okay. you'll get five out of five for this. Of course I will. So remember, this can be anything about E3 if it's printed on an E3 t-shirt, <laughs> <laughs> E3 poster. Yeah. Um, so number one, Joe, Peter yeah. Molyneux was trapped under a pile of chairs at the 2009 E3 and nearly missed the presentation for Milo, the Kinect's killer app. Is it canon? Uh, I want that to be canon. Yes. It is not canon. Uh, He's trapped under a pile of chairs. <laughs> I just wish it was true. And before Peter I had to Mon- tap the chairs, I really had to get him out. <laughs> he was inside. Peter. What's, Peter. Inside, what's inside the box of chairs? It's Peter Molyneux. Leave him in. <laughs> leave him in. Leave him. Leave him. Um... Joe, what year did Microsoft first do an E3 conference? Was it 2000, mm. 1995, or 1998? 
2000. You are right, 2000. Oh, when they were ramping up for the Xbox. It was the year before the Xbox yeah, came out. Yeah. That was the first time they did it. The term Booth Babe <laughs> was coined by Reggie Feels Me. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Are you sure? I'm sure. So that's no? That's no, no. That's uh, a no. That's a no, no. Well, as far as I'm aware, it's a no, but <laughs> I've, I've sent him an email to confirm. In 1996, there was an E3 Japan, which pretty much no one went to, and all the big game, all the big names, sorry, apart from Nintendo, all pulled out shortly before it started. I don't know if I believe that because TGS is a thing, and Nintendo had Space World at the time. Maybe I'm gonna say no. No, it is canon. What? It did happen. They also were going to do a E3 Singapore and E3, I think it was E3 Toronto, but because the um, Japan one went so badly, right, okay. they didn't do it. But yeah, pretty much um, Sega pulled out and Sony pulled out, right, like okay. really short notice. So yeah. it was pretty much just Nintendo. You know what they haven't tried yet? Mm-hmm. E3 Glasgow. <laughs> Imagine. We've got the hydro now. <laughs> <laughs> we've, got, we've got the hydro. It's still a lot smaller than uh, where you have yours. <laughs> yeah. Joe. Last one. So you've got two out of four so two far? Two out of four so far. Everybody's heard about E3, but pretty much no one knows what E3 stands for. <laughs> Is it A? <laughs> Is it A? Entertainment Electronic Expo. B. Engaging Electronic Exhibition. C. Electronic Entertainment Expo. D. Electric Erection Exposure. <laughs> or E. Elephants, Elephants, Elephants. <laughs> Is there any of those you'd like me to go through again? <laughs> There's actually an E4, which is the next week, which has elephants, 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 elephants. <laughs> I need to make sure the elephants don't arrive. Do you want time. me to read them again? Uh, I think it's... The first and third were almost identical there, mm-hmm. but it's the third that's Electronic Entertainment Expo. You are right, it was C, the Electronic yeah. Entertainment Expo. I thought I'd maybe throw you, but then I thought, but you have been. I have been, yeah. <laughs> It's good to know the name of the they thing. They make you say it before you go in. <laughs> Do you know who you are? I'm at the Electronic Entertainment Expo. You're allowed in then, No, no, I don't, son. It's Elvis, Elvis, Elvis. No, that's next week. The clown turns up like, oh, I'm a week early. Oh. <laughs> maybe about a new hotel. <laughs> like you. Back in the car, boys. Car. <laughs> like a million clowns. Oi, 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 oi. get back in. That was good. Well done. Well done, Joe. Oh. You can take over the reins for us at Canon next time. Oh, thank you. Uh, podcast question time. Uh, it's the time to say your bit. This time we asked you. Wait with... there, wait there. Wait. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you keep going for where there's no keys. I know, I know. It's, I can't see the keyboard. We'll uh, think up one just on, on the fly, right? Kind of off tune, which is. Nah, uh, I don't know. I think I prefer mine. Right. Enough of that. <laughs> this time we asked you, with a month to go until E3, what are your predictions? Now the reason we're asking this is because we are going to be making a video for our um, first bit socket zine <laughs> with our E3 predictions, and then mm-hmm. in a month's time when E3 actually happens, we're going to see if we've got anything right at all. That's right, so you'll be able to check that out on YouTube. Yeah, uh, or on the website, bit-socket.com, um, but so we, we thought we'd go through yours first, so Facebook first, Calzo, he says, Kim Jong-un turns up and announces he likes games, I hope that happens. Do you know what, it wouldn't be I mean, the weirdest the, thing that's It happened. would help the peace process. It would, it would help the peace help. process. Uh, Paul McAvoy says, accurately, disappointment. 
Every year there's some disappointment involved. <clears throat> oh, I think so. If they get too hyped for it, you're mm-hmm. going to be disappointed. Yeah, like you see, like you see when people already are talking about like, oh, this is the time of this conference. I'm going to stay up and watch. I'm like, mm, the fuck are you nah. talking about? The best Last thing year, to do every E3 doesn't matter who's presenting. The best thing to do is don't watch it. <laughs> And then go on a website that has a digest. Because yeah, then you can although, be like, all oh, right, I want to watch that. Sometimes, though, you do get a good one. Like, it is quite good. It is, sometimes it is good to get mm. ah, but involved. All, all, with it. All, what happens, right? Here's mm. what happens when E3's on. Right? Yeah, yeah. Before watch E3 with one browser tab open. <laughs> and, then and then Twitter. Because yeah, yeah. they need to get the, the tweet in. You get, get that content off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything gets lost. Yeah, it does. Uh, Ross Faulkner says Microsoft actually announced some exclusives possibly this new Fable that's rumoured to be in development by the Forza devs maybe announce some kind of VR I think Microsoft do probably need to announce something <laughs> like, <laughs> like no the thing is like yeah. I'm, I do really respect the fact that the Xbox One now plays 360 games and old Xbox games like, yeah. that's tempting me to an Xbox One more than anything else mm-hmm. Which is shocking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's no games for it. Uh, I actually it's, want. It's weird that it's yeah. like that's the thing that tempts you to it, not any games, of the new yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, Peter Collins says Shenmue Three to include a battle royale mode. Mm. <laughs> Bit of pandering. Uh, David Shepard says a Sonic Mania sequel where some of the bosses are quite good. <laughs> What's this new? Is, is there a Sonic Mania game coming? Sonic out? Mania Plus. Oh, right. So they're adding uh, a couple of remix levels, two mm-hmm. new characters, a four-player mode. Did they get that for free if I already own Sonic Mania. Three ninety-nine update. It's pretty fair, I think. How about two ninety nine? <laughs> no, it's three ninety nine. Uh, no, but it's how about three, that offer them two ninety nine? Three pounds ninety nine pence. Mm. That's all it is. But mm. there's also they're also releasing a physical version of it as well, which has like an art book and stuff. Are you buying that? Probably not. I don't know. We'll see. Probably. We'll see. Um, where is it? <laughs> JR Schatzer says Vitality sensor for Switch. <laughs> the long awaited oh, rumored yeah, Vitality that. sensor for the Wii. I don't know. Do we what need it? To that, eh? Oh, they had to the was it. Was it the Wii or the Wii U that had the clip? The clip? You know, there was the Wii pedometer thing you could uh, put into Wii Sports? Or Wii uh, Fit, I, can't, I don't remember, but the Vitality Sensor was actually announced for the Wii years ago and it's never come out. Mm. So, uh, Harrison Hunt, I'm thinking a, bra- a, grand, a new Grand Theft Spaceman game. <laughs> grand Theft Auto in space. I mean, they'll probably just add it to Grand Theft Auto oh, online they, at this they've, point. They've talked sake. about that for years. Uh, well, there's been rumours about that for years. Thomas Fair, a boy after my own heart. Yakuza 3, 4 and 5 collection needs to fucking happen in the Dragon Engine. I think more likely they'll just be given as like a. I a I, th- port. I think because the, remaking it all in the Dragon Engine yeah. would take quite a while. So I imagine I would take either because it's not like just copying and pasting a document for one folder to another. It's <laughs> no, not like no. you just drag it and, yeah, and drop yeah. it in the Dragon. But yeah, I would, I would take. I would take. Folder. I would take the port. Well, I mean, I, I mean, don't be wrong. If if someone was like, "Would you prefer one or the other?" I'd be like, mm. "Right, I'll take the fully remade one." But mm. they're like, "Well, take this or nothing." I'm like, "Well, fucking take that." Uh, Chris Wallace says a Phoenix Wright Switch hentai game. Jiggle the Joy-Con to give your old pal, pal Edgeworth a tug. <laughs> Would you? We've all thought about it. Would you though? Edgeworth? Would you buy a game... No, and I mean, let, let's pretend it's not a joke. Right. Would you buy a game where you could jerk off Edgeworth? No. <laughs> no. Like, do you not think it I deserves... Mind, I wouldn't mind it existing. I, would, I, would, I, would, I, would, I mean, I know, I wouldn't mind getting it a shot. I wouldn't buy it. It's like I'm dancing. <clears> I don't yeah. watch it, but I don't mind it existing. Yeah. <laughs> Is it one of those games you'd feel weird about buying a second-hand copy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Why is disco sticky? It's not even a disc. <laughs> uh, Manny Perez says Melee HD. Super Smash Bros. Melee HD. I don't think that's mm-hmm. going to happen. I think we're just going to get a new Smash Bros. game. Mm-hmm. I think the, I think people are they're, they're, they're longing for GameCube emulation on the Switch too much. They're, just, they're not going to do it, I don't think. It's past the point where they, they, ha- they can do it. It's too late now, you know? Mm. You know what I mean? 
Like, what are you in? I'm in I'm out. I'm very ignorant. Uh, Jack watched the Virtual Console yet, so... Uh, Jack Geary says, Melee, a whisper of a Pokemon teaser, and hopefully Virtual Console slash the chance to be able to buy Mario 64 for the 19th time. <sighs> I think N64 Virtual Console is more mm. likely than GameCube Virtual Console. Will you buy Switch. Mario 64 again? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so I can play it on the go? Damn That's right, man. You can only play it on the go in the 3DS. But it's not the same. It's not the same. Fuck it's a different game. It's a different game. Joe, I think you need to listen to yourself. Mario 64 is one of the best games ever. Why would you not want to own it as many things as possible? I hmm? don't know, because there's other games. But, but uh, why would you want to play other games when you play one of the best? It's, this is about our opinion of things differs. It's not right? one of the best games. So why anymore. you buy a little... It is, though. It is. Ugh, it was no, a long time ago. It's still one of the best games ever made. Mike Tack, Wrecking, Fist of the North Star, announced. Yep. Yeah, I, I hope so. I'm hoping we get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping... Well, you know how in, in Japan it's called... Hakuto, Hakuto no, uh, no, what's, uh, so Hakuto no Ken is the name of the Fist and the Star, mm-hmm. and um, Ryoga Gotoku, so it's Hakuto no Gotoku, which is like, mm-hmm. um, but, but, but obviously you couldn't just call it Yakuza Fist of the Star here, yeah. so I think they should call it Fist of the Dragon, Fist of the Dragon. <laughs> I think that'd be a good name for it. Um, yeah. Fisting the dragon. Yeah, they're first. Jamie Fox says maybe some gameplay footage of Borderlands Three, just so I can get upset that it's not Tales from the Borderlands Two instead. I, Borderlands completely passed me by. I never even knew there was like a story to it. I thought it was just like a a multiplayer thing with no story. It was whatever. like a it was like a first person RPG. Yeah, but it was not like it's not like Destiny. It was just like a bunch mm, of looting crap. There was nothing really to it. I don't know. I don't no, know. I, no, I think there was a story. Mm. I don't know. Uh, and Luke Summerhead says, I, a number of huge, extremely profitable companies will market their products to us. These products will be rife in violence and gun fetishization, while simultaneously claiming to be apolitical. Capitalist consumerism will sweep us up in hype beyond parody. Meanwhile, Nintendo will miraculously maintain a sense of childlike wonder and genuine love for the craft, despite also being a big company. No big surprises from everyone, but we'll see gameplay of some stuff we know is coming. Animal, Switch for Cro- Animal Crossing for Switch will be shown, or I'll eat my own legs. <laughs> It's a pretty, pretty accurate assessment yeah, there, like, Especially the Sony conference, man. Every year now, the Sony conference is just like endless, like depressing fucking footage of folk dying. That's what they want, though. That's what people want. And maimed. It's meant to be all serious and shit. And it's just like, oh, it's, it's actually, it tires me out sometimes. I love it. It's like the end of Crash. It tires me out sometimes. Anyway. Right, that's so moving on to Twitter. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. Uh, Sean Thomas, Pokemon out this year. Aye, very good. <laughs> uh, footage of Metroid, F-Zero reveal, Ninflix. I'm assuming that's like Netflix. Yeah. Or, I, I really want to... Or is that like Nintendo's um, thingy? You know, their online service? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Metroid Prime. I'd love to see some Metroid Prime footage, mm-hmm. man. Like, well, I think if Nintendo not said or something like that, they're just not going to show anything that's not out in 2018. Yeah, yeah, which is a good thing to do. Let's be honest. Like, but there's a part of me, there's yeah. a... I think there's a part of me that likes to know right what what he's working on, what's coming. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also nice to think here's something I can buy in the next couple of months. Yeah. Because see when they show off a game and they're like, right, get no, excited Zelda, about it. Zelda Breath of the Wild, 2014, that was revealed. Yeah. And it wasn't so, until 2018. Aye. I, I feel like that sometimes that just feels a bit. Yeah. I don't know. It's square. It's obviously, the fucking moss for that. Final Fantasy 15, ten years. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Final Fantasy 7 remake is going to be the same situation. So. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. McBee, uh, Pete, I predict being stuck in the office during the presentations, coming home, <laughs> and not having a clue what's being referred to yeah. in my Twitter feed, making it all uh, through almost half an edited highlights video, then doing a proverbial confused shrug. That's pretty much. My E3. Every time I wake up and something Shemu related has been announced, there's always a tweet from Jim mm-hmm. um, saying, Is Joe okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Witch King of Angmar, although, sorry, 
the Winch King of Angmar says more info on uh, Switch Fire Emblem, New Mario Kart 8 DLC tracks. Oh, chance to be a fine. I would like that. Pikmin 4, a new 2D Mario, Skyward Sword, and Mario Galaxy on Switch. And we'll hear nothing about the Virtual Console. <laughs> yeah, I think, we'll, uh, yeah, we won't hear anything about the Virtual Console. But... Uh, do you know, like, this is not an E3 prediction, so I'm not breaking the rules. Right. E3 console, uh, Virtual Console, sorry. Guess what? You're going to hear about it this fucking month. Yeah. This month. Right, okay. I feel it in my bones. You feel it in your bones? You're right? going to hear about it this month. Do you month. know something that we don't, Scott? Absolutely not. Nintendo spoken to you in your sleep? <laughs> in my sleep. Well, I never told you about my great uncle. Who works at Nintendo? Nintendo. Yeah, um, and he says, he says this month that Sony and Nintendo are making a console together. There's going to be. He <laughs> says Sony and bought Nintendo. Remember that one? <laughs> I'm going to say, like, looking at my big crystal ball, I can see middle of the month they're going to announce a direct, and then a week later, virtual console. Right. Okay. You heard it here first. Uncle says, eh? "That's what Uncle says." Jim, the schoolgirl says, "Star Fox X Labo." Well, that'd be pretty cool. A little cardboard R wings. They make just a big barrel. Yeah, a big barrel. <laughs> Climb into it, and roll about. <laughs> um, Stuart Fraser, another Crackdown Three trailer, another The Last of Us Two trailer, another Final Fantasy Seven remake trailer, <laughs> another Kingdom Hearts trailer. Hopefully, get some new info on the new From game, so From Software. Oh yeah. And uh, Nintendo hopefully show some Pokemon, Metroid, and Animal Crossing. Metroid's the only one I care about with those three. I'm sorry. Oh, Animal Crossing, I'd like that. Uh, Lloyd of the Pies. Shenmue 3 is launching a new Kickstarter for an unexpected... <laughs> 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 sorry. Uh-huh. Wait there. Shenmue 3 is launching a new Kickstarter for an expected quarter four 2021 release. That sounds oh, about right. Wait till you find out one of my predictions is. All right. <laughs> uh, Craig says, After the success of Crash Bandicoot Remake and the hype over Spyro, Sony will announce that it's going to be a remake of Jersey Devil. Never heard of it. Let's put it in the computer. <laughs> that computer. Look up. Jersey Devil. <laughs> Jersey Devil game. There, there is a Jersey Devil game. And... Oof. I just like... Third, third, third person action game. Right. PS1. Okay. Apparently GameSpot gave it 5.2 out of 10. Right, so... Okay. Aye, sounds fucking Quality. good. Sounds good. Um, yeah, you know, the, the way things are going, though, you never really know. I know. Um, hey, if it's from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> um, Super Thundercast says, looking forward to the inevitable... Um, nope, sorry. Super Thundercast says, looking forward to Devolver Digital gutting a person live on stage. Well, they do like to get a, a bit of rest. A, a bit of reaction. A bit of reaction. Um, they also say, an, an inevitable two to three year old game but on Switch uh, and remake screens of F. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 mm. and lots of buzzwords about experiences mm. uh, that's every three content it's, I mean it's in the title mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm, is it? elephants 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 <laughs> Shawnee Boy says F-Zero for the Switch and Halo 6 um, I don't think F-Zero's coming to Switch sorry mm. I think Nintendo are done F-Zero uh, but then underneath seriously though it's going to be Manhunt 3 for all formats <laughs> oh to imagine um, The Squatch says announcement of a Kami 2 and a remaster of Nuts and Milk for the Switch Nuts and milk. I'll look it up. Well, I'll look up. Well, you think? <laughs> well, about Okami, Okami Two already has Okami Den. I think. Yeah. See if Okami Den got a Switch remake. That'd be nice with better controls. It'd be nice, but then it's very, very similar to Okami. Nuts and Milk. It's got a puppy on it. It's a platform-style puzzle game developed and published by Japanese software developer Hudson Soft in right. 1983. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cray says Doom Two. Hopefully. I, I, there's already been rumbles about another Doom game. Giant I mean, Nut- Doom 2 came out years ago, didn't it not? Giant Nuts and Milk would be part of the Bomberman mythos. You know how Loadrunner is mm-hmm. also part of Bomberman yeah. and Hudson Soft owned Bomberman. Giant Nuts and Milk would 
It also is. You're asking the wrong guy. I'm not a lawyer. Okay, sorry. Uh, right, just a couple more. Uh, let's see. Jack McGregor says a Shenmue three release date. Oh. <laughs> and the HD remaster's ready to go at the end of the show. Mm, um, I, I think they'll be coming at Christmas time. I think because you can pre-order the physical version, I doubt they'd be like, "All right, it's out tomorrow." Yeah. I think the only games that ever do the whole and it's out are games that they're like, "Yeah, it's digital only." Yeah. Because. See if they turn around and say, right, you can download it right now or you can wait another month to buy the box. Yeah, Sega are very mm. wary of doing the, oh, and it's out oh, now. Oh, since the, was it the Saturn. Saturn. Yeah. <laughs> it's out now and everyone's like, what? oh, damn, I'm busy. Uh, yeah. I'm busy. Um, uh, and we'll end with this. Galactic Punter says, a Death Stranding trailer which includes the, the very last shot of the game in it. Uh, <laughs> Kojima Kani seemed to help himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently last year they did... Like the, the behind closed doors gameplay was shown. I heard, yeah. Like third pe- third person shooting. Yeah, I've got an uncle at Sony that says. But I, I think they really need to. I mean, yeah. it's all well and good building up the hype for something, but I think eventually you have to be like, here's the what the fucking yeah, game is. Yeah. But anyway, we won't go too much into that because, no, as I say, we have it. a separate video which you'll be able to watch on YouTube. Um, so we'd like to thank you, of course, for listening. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Until then, give us a wee rate and review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. We and totally Facebook. forgot to do all this in the last podcast. Give us a wee well. follow on Twitter and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Check out our videos on YouTube and go to bit-socket.com and check out all everything else we've been doing this month. Yep. And if you'd like to help support the show, mm-hmm. um, we have our Patreon, so you can pay whatever you like. Obviously, and that just helps support us. But if you pay into our three or six dollar tiers, you're also going to get a bonus podcast plus so much more yeah. that we've yet to decide. And. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, though, keep, keep it sucking. Keep patronizing. <laughs> keep patronizing. Keep patronizing us. Elephants. Elephants.